0: Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton, and on this week's midweek mini episode, uh, I'm going to dive into the most effective personal growth tool that I have ever found. That I've Ever found that I have ever implemented and used and uh, worked with on myself? It's truly, truly an incredible tool and uh, something that I try and implement every day. Uh, but first, I'm going to start with a quote from a gentleman named Wilhelm Reich uh, from a from from a, a book and a show called "Listen, Little Man." <laughs> so uh, the the quote goes is like this: "You differ from a great man." In only one respect, the great man was once a very little man, but he developed one important quality. He recognized the smallness and narrowness of his thoughts and actions. Under the pressure of some task that meant a great deal to him, he learned to see how his smallness, his petiteness, endangered his happiness. In other words, A great man knows when and in what way he is a little man. A little man does not know he is little and is afraid to know. He hides his petiteness and narrowness behind illusions of strength and greatness, someone else's strength and greatness. He's proud of his great generals, but not of himself. He admires an idea he has not had, not one he has had. The less he understands something, the more firmly he believes in it. And the better he understands an idea, the less he believes in it. So this quote uh, really symbolized for me the, the concept of this, uh, this tool that I would like to put forward to you. And, and this tool is the idea of, uh, very simply put, is to let go of all the things that you're not. To let go of all the things that you're not. You see, over the course of our lives, we actually uh, take on our identity, our ego, our self, whatever you want to call it, whatever label you want to put on it, it acquires and sort of amasses a whole bunch of pieces and perspectives and beliefs and values and virtues that might not actually align with you, especially the beliefs. Many of us actually have been handed down beliefs by our mom or our dad or our brothers and sisters, or the people that we've worked with at a very young age or, or throughout our life, through our, through our life experiences, things that people have said to us. The way in which people believe us to be the way that people see us. And while those things might not be us, we actually end up taking them on in some capacity. A great example of this is, uh, you know, parents, sometimes we may have grown up with parents that put limitations on how we see ourselves. So maybe you grew up in an environment where your mom or your dad said things like, you know, you, know, you should be a doctor uh, because that's the that's the best thing that you can do with your life. Or, uh, you know, you'll never amount to anything. Maybe you had a verbally abusive parent that, that told you that you would never amount to anything. Or, uh, you know, like for myself, when I was growing up, I was a child that had ADD. I grew up in an environment where I had troubles reading and I was very, very uh, bouncy and all over the place. And I had a ton of energy and that energy was never really honed in. It was never really, really Lasered in on one specific thing, and I remember a teacher in grade three telling me that I would always struggle to read, that I would never be a good public speaker, that I would that I would always be challenged when it came uh, to producing or presenting myself in front of other people because I didn't have good focus. And it was so interesting because as a kid, I thought to myself, "Oh, if that's just the way that I am." And for years, this shaped how I saw myself. And that's just one example of the countless ways that other people shape our internal narrative, shape our internal dialogues, our internal voice, the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we believe ourselves to be. But the reality is, is that there is an us that's inside of that. And without getting too existential in this, because, you know, there's the whole idea that our self is just an illusion anyway, and that doesn't mean anything, uh, and that, that it doesn't matter. None of it ma- actually matters anyways, as Jim Carrey would say without getting too existential about it, what I will say is that there is a there is an us within us, an inner self that we see ourselves to be, that we see ourselves as capable as either being or becoming. And that is the most aligned version, the most congruent version, the sort of highest version of ourselves, to use a spiritual term, that that we can become and everything else is sort of doggy piled on you know it's sort of painted onto us with 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 the brushes of other people's words and other people's actions and we buy into these beliefs and take them on for ourselves and we never end up questioning them but the problem is is that those beliefs those perspectives end up shaping what we do with our lives, how we see ourselves as capable or not capable of running a business, of having a successful relationship, of having great sex and intimacy, of being a, an exceptional father or mother. And, and so, so literally, this idea, this concept of letting go of everything that you're not, letting go of everything that, that you have uh, become that feels like an imposter, Right. This 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 part of you that just feels like a fake to let let parts of those things go. And and how you do that is by literally making a list of everything that you're not, whether it's the things that you know you're not or the things that other people have told you that you are, that you that you fundamentally know at your core intuitively are not true. Now, this isn't to devalue other people's feedback. This isn't to, to sort of say, oh, you know, other people don't know me that well. And so I'm not going to listen to them. That, that's not the case at all, but to. To really question whether or not the things that they, that other people have said you are, are actually true or not. So make a list of everything that you're not, everything that other people say you are or think you are, uh, and, and refuse to be, act, or play as these things. And let go of who you're not. All the things that you know for a fact that you are not, find all of those things in your life, whether it's an action, whether it's a a belief or a thought process, and let start to let go of them. Because this is really what we call the law of opposites, right? The law of opposites is, is basically like, if you imagine that you created two magnets, okay? And these two magnets, when they moved further away from one another, that when you move them away further from each other, it would create a stronger gravitational pull that wanted to pull them back towards each other, all right? So the further apart that they got, the stronger the force that was created to sort of pull them back together. Uh, this is, this is the, this is the law of opposites. And we can see this, we can see this in, in physics. We can, we can actually see this in existence in the world that, that this sense of polarity actually exists. And this law of opposites, this letting go of everything that you're not does two major, major things for you and your life. One, it actually starts to clarify uh, who you feel you are at your innermost core, right? Your inner personality. Because for some people, for many, many people, they are lost in the chaos of, of who they think they are and they they lose clarity on not knowing what they like or what they feel, or what they should feel, or what they want to feel, or or who they want to become, or the type of job that they want to do, or the purpose, or who they want to spend their life with, and they get lost because they are inundated with the perspectives and the beliefs of other people. And so their identity becomes this amalgamation, this sort of collage of other people's beliefs of who they are. And oftentimes, those beliefs of who we are aren't even Who we see ourselves to be, who we know ourselves to be at our, at our highest version, at our, at our best version, at our, our sort of innermost core of who we are. And secondly, what it does is that it helps set boundaries in your life. So, for example, if somebody sees you uh, as someone who is not capable of doing a certain job or isn't meant to do a certain job, but intuitively within your gut and your heart and your mind, you actually know that you are meant to follow that path, then it helps you set boundaries uh, with these people to actually say, no, you know what? I actually feel like that is the path that I want to take. I actually feel like this is what I'm supposed to do with my life, or that is the decision that I am supposed to make. And it's not to say that we attach ourselves so concretely to the idea of, oh, that's just the way that I am, right? <laughs> I think that that's the counterweight to letting go of everything that you're not. The counterweight to it is that as you let go of everything that you're not, also notice the tendency to cling to everything that you think that you are, right? To cling to everything that you think that you are. And in this process of letting go of everything that you're not, you can see that who you are who you are at your core is not something that is stagnant or stationary. It's actually something that evolves with time. And so you get to practice this each and every single day in order to really fully experience and embrace it. And and how you practice that is very simple. You continue to see, you continually see yourself in other people. And you continually see other people as you and you look at them in such a way as they are a mirror for yourself. And when you do that, you actually start to see all the ways that you are and that you are not because you you can't actually know yourself with other people, without other people, sorry. You can, you can never know yourself without knowing other people and seeing yourself in other people and as other people. And so the practice is every single day, as often as humanly possible, to interact with people as if they were you. As if they were you. This is this is what you know, if if you are a religious person and, and you're, you know, you're you're of the, the Catholic faith. I think this is what really Christ was talking about when he said, uh, love thy neighbor, right? Love thy neighbor as if they were you, right? Uh treat others as you would like to be treated. This really is the essence, is that you literally see other people as an extension of you, as a limb of you. And, and then you start to see how similar you are to other people. But you also start to see how how different uh, sometimes you act or respond. And it helps to clarify your values and your beliefs and what you want for your family and what you want for your career and your purpose. And it, and it starts to create a path forward when we're lost. It starts to to create a path forward when we don't have clarity, when we don't have direction. And that's why this is such a powerful, powerful tool, because we really get to say to ourselves, who am I really? And that's one of the most uh, basic fundamental questions that most human beings are trying to answer. And in walking this path of letting go of everything that we're not and seeing ourselves In every single person that we come in contact with, we start to unbecome the things that we aren't and we start to fully embrace the things that we are and we come back to a space of joy and happiness and we see ourselves and other people and in that we know ourselves and we know others to a depth that is just so connective and so powerful and so strong that we start to come back to a core essence of love of connectivity, of strength, right? There, There is so much strength in understanding not only ourselves, but understanding other people. So I hope that this tool serves you I hope that you are able to to take this uh, and put it into action. And I would actually encourage you to message me and let me know how you've actually uh, implemented this process, whether it's through Instagram or Facebook. And if you're looking to go a little bit further, I would strongly encourage all the guys that are out there to check out the Man Talks Men's Weekend that we have coming up in May. Uh, I will be facilitating it. We're going to have a limited number of guys that are out there. So if you're looking to find a deeper sense of purpose, if you're looking... F- Looking to actually uh, develop a better relationship with your not only yourself but especially with your partner and learn how to communicate better with them and learn how to have better intimacy with them, then you should definitely check out the Man Talks weekend. You can find that uh, on ManTalks.com. And until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off. I hope that you have an incredible and inspiring week ahead.